Some people think little girls should be seen and not heard. One, two, three, four! People do feel very radically different about gender experience. I mean, that's just like the rules of feminism. That diversity is like the number one thing I think that has to be reckoned with. Agenda with women in the arts. You're listening to Agenda by Women in the Arts. I'm Isabel Hawthorburn. And I'm Katie Winton. Coming up on Agenda today, we're talking about diversity in Sydney's nightlife and the importance of club spaces as sites of resistance for marginalised communities. DJ and event producer Ibatonye Abrakasa will be speaking about safer spaces, intersectionality in Sydney's nightlife, and some events coming up that embody safety and inclusivity. So definitely stick around for that in about 10 minutes. It's been another big week in the politically fraught world of makeup. <laughs> British, that's my makeup <laughs> word. Um, British cosmetics company Ilamasca announced on Wednesday that Munro Bergdorf will be fronting their new gender fluidity campaign. So you might remember last week Munro was let go from L'Oreal after her heartfelt post about white supremacy and the events of Charlottesville went viral. Um, and L'Oreal quickly claimed her comments were at odds with their diversity values. I don't exactly know what those values are. Seems <laughs> to be that they use women of colour to promote their brands whilst denying them a voice or like a a colour palette for their foundations that caters to their complexions. Uh, So L'Oreal, she was L'Oreal's first black trans model. Um, And as we mentioned last week, another model, Clara Amfo, also left L'Oreal in solidarity with Munro, which is very cool. Yeah, well, the joke's on them because Munro is going to be the face of Ilamasca's new campaign and everyone is really losing their mind over the new Fenty Beauty line by Rihanna. Fenty Beauty consists of foundation for 40 shades. Um, It's a release kind of like no other in the beauty market at the moment. And they arrived online and in stores last Friday. The results pretty much speak for themselves and it's selling out globally. The cultural impact of Fenty Beauty is huge, but I don't think it's surprising, right? Like I think it's Mm. coming a time where we really need a makeup, makeup brand that is challenging. Uh-huh. Or just catering to like different complexions. And I think the thing is that the beauty industry is so slow. Um, it's such a slow moving machine on social issues and especially on issues of race. Um, but it, there does seem to be some movement in the right direction, as we've seen with the, Rihanna's line for Fenty Beauty. The fact that that's just like sold out almost immediately. And that CoverGirl has just named Issa Rae as their new face of their brand. So Issa Rae is the star and showrunner of HBO's Insecure. And if you're not watching it, you definitely should be. It is the best show on TV. (laughs) (laughs) After you've consistently uh, nagged me about watching it, I have started watching it. Good. I I want everyone to watch it so I can talk to them. It is very good. And I can now add it to my list of 2D TV shows that I've ever seen. Actually watched (laughs) it. Well, Mari's watched it, our producer as well. So I'm glad that everyone's giving us a thumbs up. (laughs) Um, But yeah. People are getting their shit together. They are. They really are. This week, um, we know anecdotally that Trump likes beauty pageant contestants, uh, but it turns out they don't like him so much. The Miss America contest happened last Sunday and Trump got absolutely dragged by Miss Texas. Uh, so she said, this is Miss Texas. I'm not going to read it in a text. Are you Miss Texas? I, I will be for the, be- for the you know, benefits you. of this Thanks. story. I'm Miss Texas right now. Um, she said, I think the white supremacist issue, it was obvious that it was a terrorist attack. And I think that President Donald Trump should have made the statement earlier addressing the fact and making sure all Americans feel safe in this country. This is the number one issue right now. Um, and that was in response to questions that she got asked about Charlottesville and neo-Nazis, which I thought was like a super heavy question to ask a beauty pageant uh, contest. I thought they were like, you know, 
yeah, I was like very surprised. But it turns out that, you know, it's 2017 and we all live in a horror film, so everyone needs to be. I don't know, though. I feel like beauty pageant contest contestants have always been asked pretty big questions. They're not necessarily just as dark as they are given our political climate at the moment. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think? I feel like they're always asked about like, what do you think about world peace? Yeah, right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've yeah, never well, been in a beauty, beauty pageant, so I'll yeah. uh, <laughs> report back to you <laughs> when I have. Um, yeah, well, t- yeah, I guess the days of like saying they might have gotten asked hard questions, but I feel like it's like that was a really good answer. Mm, yeah, totally. That was great. And I think, I don't know, other people are getting less terrible. Also, the showrunners of Game of Thrones who have managed to get through a whole season rape scene free. It's very good news. We shouldn't give them too much credit, though. They're the same showrunners are currently developing a series that imagines a universe where the American Civil War ended in a stalemate and abolition never <laughs> happened because that's definitely something we need. Um, you know what else we need? Louis C.K. to explain how creepy men in show business can be. Because imagine if it was your daughter. Imagine. <laughs> um, yeah, so Louis C.K. has made a movie about um, his daughter dating a kind of Woody Allen-type character played by John Malkovich. And I don't know. I don't know if you've seen Portrait of a Lady, but he is the creepiest dude in the world. So Who is Louis C.K.? Cre- no, John Malkovich right. is like terrifyingly creepy in um, uh, Portrait of a Lady, and I'm sure that he's super creepy in this film too. Yeah, I don't know. I really hate this rhetoric around. Oh, you wouldn't want that to happen to your daughter. You know, like yeah. why? Do, why do familial ties to women exempt them from being spoken about like sexual sexual objects? I mean, like obviously I understand why, but I really hate that in order to care about a woman's safety, there has to be like this tie or relationship with her that you should. I don't know. I feel like you should care about women even if they're not your daughter or your sister because they're human beings. Yeah, and everyone is someone's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> kind but of. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I don't know. I feel like. Everyone has someone who cares about their safety and their well-being. I actually really like that idea. Everyone is someone's <laughs> but daughter. They are. It's like, mm, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. But, um, but everyone, that is a okay. It's like to rephrase it, everyone has people who care about them. Yeah, or has people. And like, even if you don't have someone who cares about you, you should be, you know, have access to the same human rights and that's what I mean. As, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really went about saying. <laughs> No, I like genuinely way. really like that idea. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that. I mean, it's a pretty good segue into mentioning that you should have received your forms for the same-sex marriage postal survey in the mail this week, um, if you haven't already. And it's a crucial moment right now. Um, so you need to get your um, surveys back in the post as quickly as possible. And in case you haven't made up your mind on how to vote, head to fbiradio.com and find out why FBI Radio is saying yes. There are so many great reasons and they've been really well articulated by so many wonderful people here at FBI Radio. But from the three of us here at Agenda, we're voting yes because we believe all relationships are equal and deserve long overdue legal recognition. And to all of the LGBTQI plus members of our arts and music communities, especially to trans, non-binary and gender diverse friends, we stand with you and we acknowledge that legal recognition is an important step in preventing the discrimination that LGBTQI plus people face daily. So this postal survey is part of a much bigger system of oppression and let's all look after each other in these coming months with support, empathy and love. Exactly. Love from Agenda. Yeah. And to get you in the survey mood, <laughs> uh, we're going to play you a new track from Melbourne artist HTML... Oh, <laughs> so close. HTML Flowers featuring Bonoffi. Yes. And stick around because we're going to be hearing from Ibatonia Bracasa about Sydney's nightlife and the importance of club spaces as sites of resistance for marginalised communities. 
You're listening to Agenda on FBI Radio. Earlier this week, we uh, had a chat with Sydney DJ and event producer, uh, Abe Tonier Abracasa, um, who spoke about some of her upcoming events on diversity and accessibility within the Sydney nightlife space. Yeah, so you might be familiar with the Vogue Ball that Abitania organised back in May, which had such a great lineup of performances with people um, like Gina Colada and Coca Carey, all in the name of celebrating creative self-expression, self-empowerment 
and art in all of its forms, which is super lovely. Yeah, it sounded like a really great time. So if you missed out, you can head to part two of the Mirror Mirror Ball on October 14. Uh, we'll hear more about the event and the significance of the term mirror from Aibatonye in just a moment. Right now, we're going to hear a little bit about um, her and her thoughts on the current state of Sydney's nightlife and how we can create more diversity in club and venue spaces. Fi, uh, my name is Aya Batonya Abrikasa, and I am a Sydney-based DJ and event producer and activist. Um, very passionate about promoting diversity within Sydney culture and nightlife. I'm very interested in creating events that intersect art, politics, music. Uh, most recently I did a ball that had a heavy emphasis on voguing as I think voguing is this incredible art form that has been a bit diluted and commodified due to, I guess, the beauty of the art itself. But I think what a lot of people fail to remember or recognise that it is a form of resistance and that was, in a sense, why it was created to begin with. It's kind of promotes the idea that everybody is beautiful and amazing no matter how you identify and I just really love that. I also do a few panel discussions um, and public speaking events. And I guess I got involved with all of the stuff that I do, even with DJing, um, with this hope of creating change through creative means. As much as I love, you know, rallies and marching, I believe that there is a lot of great stuff that can come out of using creative methods to educate people and challenge perceptions. Unfortunately, Sydney is quite segregated in the way that we party, I guess, or interact with one another. It's um, sometimes a little divisive, which I feel is quite problematic because I think that Sydney has the potential to be this incredible place, this hub where people of all different races, you know, differently able-bodied people, all different genders can come together and learn from one another and gain knowledge from one another, which I think is really important. But unfortunately, within Sydney itself, especially within the city, not so much. And I think it could definitely be more adequately reflected within our nightlife culture. Having said that, if you go out to the western suburbs, there's so many incredible events happening that I would definitely encourage people to go to, such as tonight, there's this really great event called Club Arte, which is being run by Benji Ra and Justin Shoulder, and it's a Blacktown Art Centre. And I think it's a really great way to see Filipino and Polynesian culture in a really fantastic way. This is Agenda with Katie Winton and Isabel Hawthorben.
That was Replicant by VideoEasy, Easy, a Sydney-based experimental synthesizer duo comprised of Nina Buchanan and Del Lamanta. And Del's going to be performing at Club Arte tonight. Um, as Abitonier mentioned, it's a free night celebrating contemporary voices in the queer Asia-Pacific community like Benji Ra, Angela Go, and so many cool people. Um, and it's going to be so good. It's at Blacktown Arts Centre from 7pm. We're going... Mari's going. Everyone's going. Abitonia's going. Such a good track. I really into Video Easy yeah, and WDK. Really that was a split uh, recording that's available on the Paradise Daily Bandcamp. Definitely check that one out. Uh, you're listening to Agenda on FBI Radio. We're talking about Sydney DJ and event producer Abitonia Abracasa ahead of her upcoming Mirror Mirror Ball on October 14. Um, we had caught up with her a little bit earlier in the week and uh, let's hear what she has to say about safe spaces, intersectionality and forms of resistance in Sydney's club culture. Cool. I would have called it an epiphany, but I did speak to a few people recently that actually have changed my whole perception of the idea of a safe space. I don't necessarily believe in the idea of a safe space anymore because I do definitely recognise and understand that you can never really guarantee that any space is safe. What I now try to rather do is work with the idea of creating safer spaces. So to me, a safer space is a place where people feel comfortable to be their true selves, to really embrace their identity, whatever that is, without any fear of retribution without any fear of anything because there's nothing worse than wanting to be who you are and have people make fun of you or tease you or whatever for wanting to be your true self or maybe try to harm you. But I think it would be really great if within clubbing culture, bars, whatever, within Sydney that we all worked at creating safer spaces that are also more accessible for different people and that protected the patrons of the club or venue, no matter who they are or where they come from. So intersectionality and resistance, I feel that as time progresses, there is definitely been a shift towards more intersectionality being reflected within Sydney nightlife and culture. Having said that, I think that it could still be a little more diverse in terms of resistance. One thing that maybe sometimes we don't consider is that for many people, their existence, like it is a form of resistance, you know. What I think needs to change is that people need to really start listening to one another more. So if somebody tells you something and it's based off their lived experience, rather than telling them what they are or what they're doing or who they are, listen to what they're saying and maybe take that into account and try to accommodate to everybody, which isn't always possible. And I definitely understand that having thrown my own events. But, you know, I think that you can always find some sort of compromise. Another thing I wanted to talk about is I think it's really important to have toilets that aren't gender specific. Again, that is a part of creating a safer space is not having to make somebody have to decide what bathroom they want to go in. It should just be that, you know, they have the freedom to go into whatever the bathroom they need to use. It doesn't really make that much of a difference. Like, you know, we're all going there to use a bathroom for the most part. So I don't understand that at all. Art, politics and news from a feminist perspective. You're listening to Agenda. I think that Sydney does not have an inclusive club and nightlife scene 
for people with disabilities, which is really sad because, you know, who's to say that somebody that is differently able-bodied doesn't want to go out and have a good time? And sometimes even there are venues that, you know, they are wheelchair accessible to a certain degree, but then if you don't have a wheelchair accessible bathroom, then that kind of takes away from all of that as well. Um, a couple of things that I have coming up, um, I was meant to be doing a panel discussion on the 23rd of September, but unfortunately, uh, Sarah Hubert, one of my incredible panelists, uh, who is an incredible disability advocate, and I really encourage you to look uh, at her TED talk that she did recently about creating more accessible spaces and sort of redefining the idea of accessibility um isn't able to attend so that's being moved to later on in the year in november but i will be having the mirror mirror ball which explores the equivocality of the word mirror i guess i'm a little enamored well i'm very enamored with mirrors because you know you look at yourself in a mirror and this isn't in a vain way but when you look at yourself in a mirror it's one of the only times i guess you truly see who you are so the whole idea of this ball which is as i talked about before intersecting the ideas of art and music and dance and politics um is all about challenging perceptions and also exploring the idea of identity and also i'm doing a talk september 27th for underbelly arts festival about making the art world more accessible because I think that inclusion is a really important part of my life diversity. So with the Mirror Mirror Ball, I'm going to put the tickets up soon, I promise. And the first release is $25. Having said that, I am also offering that if people can't afford to buy tickets, I'm totally happy to work something out. We are looking for volleys. So if you message me on my Facebook page or at houseofayabatonia at gmail.com, I'm sure we could work something out. Thanks so much for having me, ladies. Uh, I hope to see you all there. That was Ibatonia Abracasa talking about some of her upcoming events, such as the Mirror Mirror Ball and the Embracing the Fringe panel discussion, which has now been moved to November. We'll pop all the details up on our program page at fbiradio.com. And if you want to learn more about accessibility at events, Musicians for Hearing are a Melbourne-based organisation that address the lack of access to hearing care through inclusive events. Um, we heard from Zach Dorisman from Musicians for Hearing about why accessible events are so important. Musicians for Hearing is a non-for-profit organisation with the main goal and mission to provide hearing care in the developing world, while also raising the awareness on the topic here back home. Um, we really believe in trying to promote access for all and providing that wherever it's possible for us to do. So that can be by doing things like having Auslan interpreters at um, you know the gigs that we do to pretty much make it an all-inclusive thing uh, no matter who you are. If you'd like a transcript of today's show, please text us on 0409 945 945 or send us an email at info at women-in-the-arts.com. You can also check out our Facebook page and our show page for everything we've mentioned today. Uh, Head to fbiradio.com, click on the Programs tab, tab and then click on Agenda or find us on Facebook, search for Agenda on fbiradio.com. Really great to hear from such a um, such an amazing lineup of speakers today. Yeah, it was really lovely. And don't forget to post back your surveys. Um, find your local post box and do it for everyone in your household. Don't fill them in, just post them back. 
Um, and if you need any more inspiration or encouragement, head to fbiradio.com. I'm going to pull you. Okay, so why, <laughs> why hyphen FBI hyphen radio hyphen says hyphen wealth. Yes. Or you I, could just go to fbiradio.com and go to the articles page. I think maybe that's the most recent one. The best idea. <laughs> We're going to leave you in the very capable hands of Cardi B with her Latin trap remix of Bodak Yellow. This is such a good song. And one that Katie and I are, have been really into. All into. Week. Um, and Please. yeah, don't forget, <laughs> everyone <laughs> is somebody's daughter. That's a fact. Cardi B y de el trap soy la mamá. Hit the store y compro todo lo que quiera comprar. I'm a boss, you a worker, yo adelante y tú atrás. Esta canción es pa' mi cuni y mi cuero. Un show mío lo que tuvo hace un año entero. Si me ve no me salude, tú y yo no somos amigas. Si tú no haces dinero, tú no eres de la mía. Dice que tú puedes contra mí, vamos a averiguar, vamos allá. Soy rapera y también yo sé pelear. You in the club, tú chapeando, yo llegando y cobrando. Siempre estoy depositando, tan cansado de mí en el banco. En verdad, no me importa a quien yo le carga más. Llevo dos meses en seis meses, nadie me puede parar. I don't bother with these hoes, don't let these hoes bother me. All these bitches son mis hijas, todas se copian de mí. Mira, yo me robo a tu novio, hago coro con tu esposo. Tu jebo está viciado, sé que lo tengo sabroso. Yo se lo pongo en el paso. I'm like, okay, okay. yo le pido lo que quiera. Él me compra mi cartera y una jipeta. Lo tengo tan aficiado que hasta me paga mi renta. Soy la madurez en la calle. No, you probably heard of me. Me busqué, me arreglé los dientes. Hope you host no en chi. Pago la renta de mi madre y no dependo de nadie. Si no hablas de dinero, es mejor que ni. The little bitch, you can fuck with me, ni aunque tú quieras. That's a fact. Cardi B y de el trap soy la mamá. Hit the store y compro todo lo que quiera comprar. I'm a boss, you a worker, yo adelante y tú atrás. Esta canción es pa mi cuni y mi cuero. Un show mío lo que tuvo hace un año entero. Si me ve no me salude, tú y yo no somos amigas. Si tú no haces dinero, tú no eres de la mía. Dice que tú puedes contra mí, suelta eso, B. Nigga, please, todos mis shows son pagos, ninguno gratis. Créeme a mí, no haga que yo coja aquí un felony. I'm the big D for well, these niggas know my pedigree. Honestly, I got bad bitches that wanna fuck with me, suck on me, ride me crazy, y dejarme seco a mí. Que yo no estaba sonando, que no estaba haciendo bulla. Dije que estaba pagado y pegado con la jeva tuya. Ando con mi primo Luca, un corito sano y con par de puta. Lo que tú gato una noche en botella, soy yo lo gato en refiles de juca. Los cueros dicen mesita de pinga porque no da y después se embala. A lo mejor ya pensaba que yo iba a darle y después mudarla. Andamos en la calle o, o sea en la llegada. Andamos fumando Bayelit, Purple Haze y Miguel Ba. 
Hablan mierda a tu espalda y cuando te ven ellos no dicen nada. Ando con mi hermano DJ Hover and tonight we gonna shake the block. Say little bitch, you can fuck with me, ni aunque tú quieras. That's a fact, Cardi B y de El Trap, soy la mamá. Hit the store y compro todo lo que quiera comprar. I'm a boss, you a worker, yo adelante y tú atrás. Esta canción es pa' mi cuni y mi cuero. Uso mío lo que tuvo hace un año entero. Si me ve, no me salude. Tú y yo no somos amigas. Si tú no haces dinero, tú no eres de la mía. <risa>